Yeah, another idea that's similar to that one is you can get the vinyl tablecloths. Mm-hmm. You can find one that's more plain. Mm-hmm. And this one, I would do everybody in the family. Like you put the date and then use Sharpie pens very carefully with little kids with Sharpie pens. But, yeah. and then you have them write what they're grateful for or draw a picture on uh-huh. the tablecloth. Yeah. And then it doesn't come off when you wash it. And then you can fold it up and then bring it out the next year. And so every oh. year you can add things that you're thankful for. Welcome back to Adventure Parenting with Grace. I am Lori Donahue, and this is the Gospel Parenting Podcast, where we will walk with you through the joys of parenting and the most painful challenges so you can rise with courage, practical strategies, and hope to parent with purpose. Today, we'll be listening to part two of Impact Your Holidays with Object Lessons with Anne-Marie Gosnell. If you didn't hear the last podcast, podcast number 26, be sure to go back and listen because it introduces this podcast and she includes some really practical things and an excellent approach on gratitude. I also want to let you know up front in this podcast that Anne-Marie has left a gift for you. And you can find it in the show notes, and it's for three object lessons and the teaching around them. I think you will find it really, really helpful, and we want to thank Anne-Marie for providing that for us. In podcast number 26, we left off with her talking about the object lesson with the gratitude box. It was so good. So we are picking up right where we left off, and this sort of jumps off the gratitude box. We include a lot more ideas of how to celebrate the holidays with family. So let's hop right in now and listen. And and the thing is, what's really kind of cool, I love object lessons. That's what I do all the time. Oh, they Um, learn through relating to an object. Yeah. Visual. Because it's concrete and they can hold it and they can think about it. They can hold the pair of scissors. They can hold a a shoe and really think Mm -hmm. about it. But the thing is, you can do stuff like this all the time. Mm-hmm. all the time with your kids, mm-hmm. when you're going on a walk, when you're at the grocery store, when you're at church, you know, wherever you are at the park. One of the greatest conversations I had with my daughter, she she may have been four years old at the time or whatever. We were at a local park and we were walking around and she was like, mom. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she, she showed it to me. She goes, mom, look at this rock. And I looked up, you know, to, to me, it would just look it's, like a normal rock. It was but a rock. for her, <laughs> she thought it was an amazing rock. Yeah. But from there, we talked about the rock. And we talked oh. about Jesus being the rock of our yeah. lives, you know. And so here I am with this little four-year-old having a talk about Jesus because she picked up a rock. Yeah. And and it's not doesn't have to be some theologically heavy type conversation. It's just having a conversation, having yeah. questions asked and answered. And it's, it's yeah. not, it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be long, right? but it can make a huge impact. Yeah. And if we have multiple conversations throughout the week, they all build on one another. So yeah. you don't have to have a long conversation. You just have many little short conversations, but they all mm-hmm. come together and they thread. It's like a common biblical thread you can bring mm-hmm. through your week or your month. 
Yeah. That is so neat. That is really, really good. I love that idea. Well, thank you for, for that idea of the box. I, yes. In fact, I'm going to use that um, this coming Monday night at the food share. I'm going to use, yeah. use the box. I would love to know how it goes. I w- yeah, I'll let you know. Okay. A little bit more about the holidays. So this would pertain to Thanksgiving. It would pertain to Christmas. We've got that coming. Anytime mm-hmm. that the family gathers and particularly Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, many parts of the country is very cold mm-hmm. and kids can't go outdoors. <laughs> Usually when our kids come over, we go, okay, go outside. And yeah. then they can be loud and noisy and it it's just a perfect place for them to be. (laughs) So, but during, during Christmas and, and Thanksgiving, they're indoors and some families have a lot of, a lot of cousins. We Mm -hmm. have eight, Mm -hmm. we've got eight grandkids and when they're all there and one of the families is all boys. And wow. Wow. (laughs) Boys. So yeah, it can be challenging when they're little, especially as far as noise. So what are some other ideas? I love the box idea. What are some other ideas? Do you have any? I have a few, but I'd like to hear from you. <laughs> and then I can share some too. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be so good with ideas of if you're like snowed in because I'm a Florida girl and here in the <laughs> South and South Carolina. So we shoot yeah. our kids outside. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm California. So I'm the same oh, way. Right. It's like we can have heat waves in the middle right. yeah, on Thanksgiving. It's not unknown. So <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, my sister has seven children and I have three. So when we got together, uh, when they were younger, uh, one of the things that I did, I decided, okay, so for Christmas that year, we, instead of waiting till Christmas, we did it at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I got each of the kids one of those Nerf laser guns. Oh. So every kid had their own. Oh. And then we shoved them outside. <laughs> Oh, fun. They played for hours. Yes, yes. <laughs> so are those the ones as simple as a Nerf gun can can be, you know. <laughs> are those the ones with the little foam pellets? Well, the, these were actually laser ones. Oh. Um, oh. And so like you had to. They have to wear a vest or something? A vest that picked up the no, laser? Like no, you had to hit the gun. Like it had to, had the little receptor thing on the gun. And so each, I got each kid their own. And it was really kind of fun because then the next time we saw them, even though we were somewhere else, they all brought their guns anyway. And so <laughs> they all played laser guns outside. It like, was a okay, hit. That's cool. It was a hit. But the idea is behind that because you can't necessarily just go out and purchase those because, you know, but if if you get something for each of the kids that you know are going to be there, either get them all the same thing so they can all play together mm-hmm. with it. Or if it's something that's a little bit larger and everybody gets a part of it and then they have to put it together and do something with it, you know, you can be creative in that way. And then that way the kids are together because you definitely want your cousins to get your cousins, have your kids know their cousins. Like you want that, you want them to play and learn each other, but you also don't want them hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but definitely having a big thing of Legos that I would pull out and all the kids would get around the Legos. And play. Oh, um, that's a the universal of, fun toy. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, and then just, they'll just play for hours and, and do the Legos a big, I had a, a big thing of wooden blocks when they were smaller. And so they would just build blocks with cars and, you know, they, they would do that. So anything where they can, you can set it up where they can play in an area, constructive play with each other, yeah, I I think that's the way to go. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah, I 
I had a couple ideas. And if you have a large family, we have one of our kids, they're very crafty. You know, they, they'll they yeah. go to Hobby Lobby or one of the craft stores and get some of those foam crafts or something. Mm-hmm. And then they can just take them to a separate place, whether it be in a picnic table in the backyard, and they can yeah. put those together. And that really helps to give them something for a little while to, yeah. to do and be creative. So, but you kind of can't, you can't do everything. If you're hosting, especially, you can't do it no. all. So if you no. think ahead of time and ask one of the families to, could you bring something for the kids to do right. for that'll last maybe an hour or, wh- or whatever? Right. That has worked for us yes. in the past. So so that's really good. And I love those little foam ornaments at Christmas time. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Decorating Christmas cookies is another thing that oh, you can do. It is. That's a yeah. wonderful idea. Yeah. And you can get the cookies, the sugar cookies that are pre-made and mm-hmm. then just have them with the frosting and just all the, di- all the stuff and yes. just have them create their cookies for whatever. Yes. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Another thing I did one Thanksgiving, in fact, I want to bring it out again this Thanksgiving because it was about three or four years ago. I got a big roll. Well, I had it from something I can't remember, but a big roll of brown craft paper and rolled it out and taped it to the table and then had the all kids all come around the table and draw pictures. And of course, we had older kids. We had little tiny ones that were little scribbles of something that they were grateful for that Thanksgiving. And, and so that was really fun. And I want to bring it back out because they will enjoy seeing mm-hmm. what they created those years ago. So yeah, another idea that's similar to that one is you can get the vinyl tablecloths. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I mean, they have some with all the patterns, but if you can find one that's more plain mm-hmm. and then have, and this one I would do everybody in the family, like you put the date and then use Sharpie pens very carefully with little kids with Sharpie pens, but, yeah. and then you have them write what they're grateful for or draw a picture on uh-huh. the tablecloth. Yeah. And then it doesn't come off when you wash it and then you can fold it up and then bring it out the next year. And so every oh. year you can add things that you're thankful for. I love every that. year. Yeah. yeah that's, that's good. That's, I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent. Okay. So here we are at Thanksgiving. We've got everybody around the table if they fit or multiple tables. And how do you handle prayer at the table? Mm-hmm. Do you have one person pray or do you have the kids pray? Do you have everybody just say a little popcorn prayer? Mm-hmm. Or what do you think about that? Different families do things different ways. Mm-hmm. And so growing up with my family, it was my father who always did the holiday prayers. Like that was just his thing. And he did that prayer. Yeah. And my husband's family, when we get together, his father is, is with Jesus now, but his oldest brother is the one who gives thanks for where we eat. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's interesting because they never really thought about pulling the kids into mm-hmm. that prayer time. And then with our own kids, we just kind of did things a little bit separately where we kind of did the go around the table and say, mm-hmm. you know, what are you thankful for? And then we all prayed together uh, just with our own little family, how we, we would do that. So I think you've got to kind of do what works with the family dynamic that you're mm-hmm. in. Because one thing, like with my husband's family, he's one of five kids. So when we gather together, there's like 40 people. <laughs> everybody people. can't pray. And so if everybody was going to do a popcorn prayer, that would tell you everybody, yeah. everybody would be like, oh, I'm so hungry. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They would not be thinking thankful thoughts. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you make it yeah. torture. <laughs> right. So I would definitely consider your family dynamics and the right. size of your family or in tradition type yeah, tradition. tradition. Type and it was more conventional in years past for the man of the house to mm -hmm. do the prayer and, and. Yeah. I noticed something, and I haven't even talked or any mentioned this to anybody else, but the last time our family got together, my husband, out of the clear, just said, Gavin, would you pray tonight? He is the youngest one, and he's six. He just turned six, and he was actually he was five at the time. Yeah. And would you be the one to pray tonight? And he said, sure. And so he prayed, and it, I can't, you know, the prayer from their heart can be very precious. So... That was kind of fun just to for him yeah. to pick the one, the youngest person to do the prayer. Like, you know, your kids. So maybe if you had that one child that, you know, might get nervous or whatever, it'd be like, yeah, you know what? Pull them aside and say, I would love for you to give the prayer. So just kind of yes. think, think ahead. You know, some kids can handle being on the spot, others not, but you still want to give them that opportunity because they definitely need to learn how to pray in a group. Yeah, yeah. And to start them out early before they really right. know to be nervous about it and right. to accept them and not, you know, not to be perfectionistic about how they're supposed to pray. But if right. they're praying from their heart, the Lord knows he loves those prayers. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so if I you have good. the the thank you for my dog, thank you for the turkey, thank you for the yes. You know, yes. Yeah, it's okay. It is okay. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Anne-Marie, the holidays are such a wonderful time. We have been given so many gifts and it's such a wonderful way to show our gratitude is through serving others. Absolutely. Yeah. So how, what do you think about that? What, have oh, you any ideas or have you done I am a fan. <laughs> okay. I am a fan of serving and I am a fan of families serving together. Oh, um, yeah. We've done different things over the years. We've been very fortunate to have churches that like one church that we went to had a food pantry. So even mm -hmm. before Thanksgiving, that we knew that they did th special things for Thanksgiving. But once a month, the children and I went and helped fill the bags. And oh. then we would pray over the bags before somebody else delivered them. So it's just that way of, of getting our kids understanding that out of our uh, bounty, we mm -hmm. are able to give. And it's not just material things. It includes our time. Mm -hmm. And and so we would take the time out to go and do this. Uh, something that we're getting to do this year for the first time, now that we have older, older kids, we can do stuff like this. We're actually going to go serve people in our community a Thanksgiving meal. Like, so we're going to put mm -hmm. the meals together and then as a family, we're going to be able to meet these people, give them their food, interact with them, learn about them, pray for them, pray with them. Mm -hmm. And again, this is a time for my husband and I to not only meet the community and minister to them, but to model for our children how to meet people who are different from you, um, mm -hmm. either through poverty or race or life choice, you know, whatever it might be, this is an opportunity to get to know people who are different. Uh, and again, it's, it's giving of our time. 
We've also donated some money towards it. So it's also giving of our finances. Mm -hmm. But all of this serving, whether it's our time, our finances, it's, it's we're showing our kids that God has blessed us and he's given these things to us so that we can then just be a conduit and then pass it on to the next person that nothing we have truly belongs to us. Mm -hmm. It is all God's. Mm -hmm. And so helping our children understand that I can freely pass on my tithe without feeling like I can't get rid of my money. You know, it's like there's an attitude of what is it that rhyming attitude of gratitude that's so overused, but it's so true. (laughs) It is true. It is true true that we are to scripture says we're to obey our mother and father, but we're also supposed to honor our father and our mother. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can obey without honoring. I've always taught my children that. And so, but we do the same with God too. We can obey him all the time and not honor him. Right. And so being, a part of some type of a service project through your local church or even going to your community. One thing that we did at Christmas a couple of years ago, uh, our community did like a store for uh, disadvantaged families. And so we were able to go and help these parents shop and then wrap their gifts for them so that they were ready to put underneath the tree uh, for Christmas. And so it's just here again, we did this as a family and we were able to work together to help others. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we need to be thankful for the things that God has given to us, but to then be able to, in our gratitude, let go of everything that Mm -hmm. he's given to us and pass it on to somebody else. That's the gospel. Yes. Oh, that is such a, such an important point. So good. We can say a million words, sharing about how we should be thankful, how we should have gratitude, how we should share, but nothing, nothing compares to actually doing it and bringing our family all along. I mean, that that's a million words compared to telling them what they need to do. So that is so good. So good. Our church is doing, we've done for years, Operation Christmas Child. Yes. Really fun for families. And it's fun for families with little kids because they can, Mm -hmm. if you select a child close to your child's age, they can go out and pick things that they know they would like. And they go. We've done our share shoe boxes too. I know. Yeah. So there's a lot of things available. Anne-Marie, this has been such a wonderful time with you, and it's giving me more ideas, and I'm sure it's given a lot of people out there listening more ideas, and I am so grateful that you came on and shared this, and and I was right. You were the right person for this. <laughs> for the, well, thank you. We're talking so about fun. gratefulness, and so, so I thank you very much, and I look forward to getting together with you some more and sharing ideas and sharing ministry, because this has been really wonderful. I've really enjoyed it. So thank you and have a wonderful holiday, wonderful Thanksgiving, wonderful Christmas. And may we all be thankful year round. (laughs) Thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you. So this concludes our Impact Your Holidays with Object Lessons podcast series. And I hope it's been helpful. 
Also, don't forget to look in the show notes for the free gift from Anne-Marie of three object lessons that you can use within your family or within your ministry to help guide your kids. Email me back and let me know which ones you tried, and I'm anxious to hear how they went. I really hope that you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and in spite of all the busyness, remember to rest in the Lord this week. Mm -hmm.